Hello, welcome back to the Just Being Silly podcast. I'm Liz, and this is episode four. Yes, you heard that correctly. Four whole episodes. I am doing the damn thing. I am doing the podcast. So just get good and comfortable, because this is going to happen every Friday. Except for last Friday, of course. That's something I wanted to address. Yes, I did miss a week last week, and I didn't even tell anybody I was going to miss a week. So, sorry. But kind of consider it like PTO, because I had things I had to do. We went to an out-of-town wedding last weekend, so the whole week was pretty much in preparation for that. The week leading up to the wedding was very much a week of self-care and beauty treatments, which is nice, but it seems like there's a week about every three months where all of my treatments and services kind of fall all on the same week which is very chaotic and also expensive. So not ideal, um, but it's pretty high stress. And, you know, sometimes there's issues with like travel because I'm a creature of habit. So for a couple of things, I literally go back to Oklahoma to have done, which some people would say isn't the most efficient thing to do. But for me, it makes me feel good and makes me feel safe. So I still do it. So just to recap my week of beauty treatments and services, the week started off with a facial in Knox. So for my friends that don't live in Dallas, um, Knox Henderson is a area of Dallas that is very much reminiscent of hell um they have a real real store they have a restoration hardware i mean they've kind of got some shit going on over there it is obviously a huge pain in the ass um but i found this facial bar via instagram because they were running a 50 percent off your first service promotion which is a really good deal if you are a facial getter like this was a facial that had a dermaplane and a peel so getting 50% off of that is like huge that's like a really good deal so I signed up through that Instagram ad um and I booked a month out because that I I booked it back when I had a job um which is so silly but anyway I booked the job no no I book the facial. I wish I could just book a job. That'd be freaking sweet. Um, no, but I book the facial and book it a month out, obviously. And then, so I go and I get the service. Great service. The woman who did it was just, she was so lovely and awesome and beautiful. And I love her. And the facial was really great, you know, like I feel like the dermaplane could have been better, but overall it was a very relaxing service. Um, It was great, it felt fine. And so I go out afterwards to pay and the girl at the front is like, okay, your total is like full price. Like she gave me the full price. And I was like, "Um, is that with the 50% off, which I know damn good and well it's not with the 50% off but that's the passive way to say things instead of just being like oh did you forget to put on the 50% um because I'm still working on being direct so she was like what are you talking about and I was like oh I signed up with the 50% off offer 
from Instagram. Look, I have the screenshots. And like I showed her the screenshot of the offer. And then I showed her a screenshot of my page after I booked that was like, your discounts will be applied at checkout. And she goes, oh, well, we ended that last month. Hmm. Okay. Like, I mean, I didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, but I could do 25% off. How does that sound? Best friend, that doesn't sound like 50% to be quite honest with you, not to sound like a little biatch, but like I did sign up with the 50% off. I'm showing you I signed up under it. I'm showing you that it was approved for this time frame. like what's not clicking. And I didn't say that obviously, but I was like, oh, well, you know, I would prefer the 50%. She was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to call somebody. Okay. I'm jobless. I can wait here all day. So she calls somebody and she was like, yeah, th- um, this girl is saying that she signed up for the facial at 50% off. Um, girl, I'm not just saying it. Like I'm showing you the screenshots. And then she tells the person, yeah, and she has screenshots. So do I just have to override it? So we're not doing the 25%. This is what I'm hearing right in front of my face. And I'm like, you have to be joking me. So she gets off the phone and, you know, I didn't go full Karen or anything. Like, I didn't even go half Karen. But I was going to get that half off. Like, like my life depended on it. Like, I, I wanted that half off. And so basically she gets off the phone and she's like, oh, yeah, we can do it just this once. Which I didn't even have the energy to say anything back to that girl but what do you mean you're gonna do it just this once no if I signed up if I sign up under a promotion you're gonna do it every time like that's that's how business works like you anyway god bless them so that was my Monday I went to the Trader Joe's afterwards that place was packed I was very much in there thinking do none of you work as I am in there not working? So that's kind of funny. But that was my Monday. Tuesday, I cleaned the apartment, picked up dry cleaning. It was kind of slay. Like it was kind of a much needed getting myself together day. Um, and Wednesday, okay, mentally prepare yourself for Wednesday because Wednesday was full. Um, so it started with a trip to the chiropractor, right? I love my chiropractor. I don't know if I've said that on here yet or if I've just said that like just in general out and about, but like I love that man. I love him and he is great at his job and he really cracks my bones in a way that is pleasing to me. Um, So I leave the chiropractor freshly popped and aligned, feeling good, feeling happy went straight over to get my nails done. So I've been going to the same place ever since I moved to Dallas. I don't have plans on changing my nail place, but I'd be willing to try something new, obviously. But I go over there. I see my nail girl. I get a manicure pedicure, feeling good and feeling fresh for the weekend. After that, I went and got my hair done. my hair. Please understand immediately before I go into this story that the cut of my hair that I received 
was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And my stylist was, he was awesome. He was really nice um, and was very knowledgeable. Like, I have, I have good things to say on that front. So I feel like what I'm about to tell you is completely a one-off. So basically, I show up to this place. This is a new place. I've never had my hair done in Dallas before. And it's a place in Uptown. It's not far from my apartment. And I go in there. And immediately, I'm thrown off because it is all blonde heads. And I'm like, oh, I must be the only one in here with a, a brown root. Awesome. Um, and then on top of that, I was waiting to check in, had no idea how to check in. Um, everyone was just kind of walking around with, you know, purpose, but I didn't know what was going on. And then... There was a man waiting up, like an older man. He was waiting up by the receptionist desk to check out. He got overcharged by like $1,200, like just then and there. Like when he ran his card and added gratuity, the guy behind the desk accidentally charged him $1,200 more. And you can tell that this man had so much money, God bless him, because he was like, oh, looks like you actually charged me $1,200 extra. And the person behind the counter is obviously freaking the hell out, like, as I would, but he was kind of calm. He was like, oh, it looks like you accidentally... I'm like, I wish one day for myself that if somebody was to overcharge me, you know, Lord, Lord hoping that they don't, but... If someone was to overcharge me $1,200, I could be that calm and resolved about it. Like, oh, hey, it looks like, let's just get that fixed. And so they fixed it for him, but that was already kind of like, for me, already kind of unsettling. So I get taken back finally after being there for about 15 minutes. My appointment's at four. I am there for about 15 minutes. They take me to the back to wait. Um, and I'm just sitting there. I am just sitting there watching people who come in after me go back all of this stuff. And so I'm like, this is not, this is, this is already feeling very bad vibes. It's about 4.35. So 35 minutes after my appointment time that I finally get brought back. And I'm trying to explain what I want with my hair. And so basically my hair when I went in was just medium brown, but I have a lot of like natural highlights from the sun that turned kind of red. Um, and so basically, I just kind of wanted a cool tone brown, kind of like an even all over color. Um, and as I'm explaining this to my stylist, he's like, oh, well, you don't want a, a full permanent because like people don't do that. Like you don't want full permanent, you want semi-permanent. I'm like, I don't know the difference. Like I just want you to color my head and I don't really care how you do it, do it the way that seems the most feasible to you, gloss that hoe, cut me up, and send me on my damn way, because I've already been here 35 minutes and I'm pissed off. So anyway, I explain what I want to him, I explain the kind of cut I want, he's like, okay, yeah, we can do that. He's like, so I'm going to mix a four and a five, and then, you know, put it on your head and whatever. So he takes me to the back bowl, and he squirts this mixture all over my hair. It's like a gloss to like, it's, so I'm sitting in the sink for like 30 minutes with this color on my hair. And he comes over and checks on me once and he's like, oh, you need more time. Like, 
so I'm like, oh, you know, he must be like, I don't know. It must not be like set. He wants it to like set in completely. I like, I don't know what I'm thinking y'all, but like, I shit you not. I pull up my phone camera because I have my phone and I'm just playing around on it while I'm waiting for him to come back and wash my head. And he, it looks blue. Okay. It looks blue black when it's on my hair. And I'm like, well, that's just color. Like once you wash it out and dry it and everything, your hair looks lighter than it does when it's wet. So no worries. So he finally comes back, he washes it out of my hair, and he takes me back to the chair to do the cut. And I'm like, okay, well, my hair looks suspiciously blue-black. Um, but I'm going to wait for him to, you know, blow it out, cut it. Like, it's, it's sopping wet, so obviously it's going to look dark. So he cuts my hair, and then he starts to blow it out. And that is about the time I realized that my hair was black. Um, yeah, my, my hair was my hair was black. You know, in 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 honor of the Eras tour this weekend, this is my goth girl era, my Wednesday Adams era. It was blue, black. Obviously. I asked for cool tone brown. So, you know, obviously there was a miscommunication or not even a miscommunication, a misjudgment on how long we should have left it on because shit was blue black. But the cut, oh my gosh, gorgeous. He blew it out. I mean, it was that 90s soft, bouncy. Like, if my hair wasn't quite literally black, um, I would have just been over the moon. I mean, this cut was gorgeous. I probably will go back to him because the cut was so damn good. And I will just be up front and be like, a little too dark last time. Let's do something lighter. But anyway, I pay. I tip really well. I leave and I'm on the verge of a full on minty bee, like a full on minty bee. And, you know, I'm posting on my Instagram story, no, Snapchat story, on, on my Snapchat private story, and I'm like, y'all, what do I do? Like, my hair is, my hair's black, um, and you know, I'm getting some of the encouragement, like the, oh my god, but this looks so good on you, like, it looks like you could rock this, blah, 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 but then I'm getting my folks that have had hair mishaps in the past telling me, okay, here's what you do, so clarifying shampoo, super hot water, let's get it done, so... I have a freak out and I have a subsequent identity crisis afterwards. Like I am full on looking at myself in the mirror and you know, I have this little tattoo on my wrist that I've been having sessions of getting removed, but it's just not really coming off. I think it's cause I'm going to laser away and I think that their product is shit. Um, it shouldn't take 10 sessions of a super powerful laser to take off a one inch tattoo that isn't even filled in. It is quite literally the outline of a lightning bolt. Like it anyway, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not going to go off on laser away today. Um, but I have like the black hair. I have got this little wrist tattoo. I'm wearing my Phoebe Bridgers tour t-shirt and I'm like, this is not, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm not tanned at this time. I don't have any makeup on. I'm looking at myself and I'm like, 
who are you? I don't know who you are. And so that was fun to go through that. But, you know, once I washed it, like after I got my spray tan, which is what I got soon thereafter, um, I feel better about it now. Like just to update on it now, I washed it with a clarifying shampoo on hot and you know, a lot more of that blue came out. Like, no joke, like, my hair towel had blue spots on it. So, that's awesome. But a lot of that washed out, and then I, you know, I did stuff to it for the wedding that we went to this weekend, and it looks great now. I'm honestly, I kind of love it now. Like, I've, I have reached a point of acceptance with this hair. Like, I think it looks really good now because it's exactly what I was wanting now. It's, like, kind of cooled down a little bit. You can now tell that there's brown in it. Like, it's my natural root. It's still very dark, but I'm just vibing with it a lot more than I was when it was quite literally blue-black. So, I also have noticed that the energy of other people towards me has changed with this new hair. And at first it was bad. Like, right. Like when I didn't have a tan, when I, when like my eyebrows weren't done, like when I had it in just like a bun, Phoebe Bridgers t-shirt, like people were kind of looking at me and like the people at Palm Beach tan were kind of like no shade to them, but like, they were kind of like looking at me weird. And the girlies that were waiting for their tans were definitely looking at me weird. And just the vibes were off now, now that it has become like a not a blue black and more of like just like a natural super dark haired woman with a spray tan the vibes are immaculate people are being so nice to me people are holding doors for me baristas at starbucks are super chatty like people are nicer to me with this hair and i want to know why because i figured around here they would be nicer if you had blonde hair but I digress on my hair. So anyway, the next day after the hair, I haven't washed it out yet. Um, I just throw it into a bun and I go to Oklahoma to get my brows and Botox done. So yes, I could probably find somebody around here that does the brows like my brow girl in Oklahoma does. But it's a hard fought battle out here because I've tried it a couple different places here in Dallas that we're supposed to do like what she does and they just don't look as good they just they don't look good they look rushed they look like shit and I pay more than I do with that girl so I'm just gonna keep seeing her until something clicks around here but I will only see her if I'm also going to see my injector so my nurse injector is in Oklahoma and I honestly love her I could probably get Botox from like other places around here like we've got some pretty well-known aesthetics places around here in Dallas that I could go to and could definitely trust but you know this girl just knows my face she knows how many units I need she has my whole file and she goes over with me the whole like she's great she's I shout out to Emily that's my girl but like I don't know I I don't want to risk it somewhere else I don't want to be getting you know 20 units of Botox in my forehead now and then going to a place where they don't know me or know my history and they're like "Mm, you need like 45 units and I'm like "Uh, no I really actually do not actually at all um so I I make a little road trip and of course you get Botox what every three months lip filler every nine 
or more because I only get half a half a vial. So like I can justify the trip to Oklahoma to do these things. So anyway, Thursday, drive to Oklahoma. I love the little road trip. The drive is actually really easy. Sue me, but from Dallas to Norman, which is where I go, um, it's not that bad. It's just all, it's like all farmland. And there's a couple of lakes that you can see. It's a pretty easy drive, like once you get out of the city. Um, so the brows helped the hair situation somewhat. Like, because remember, I haven't washed it out at this point. So it's still very much giving blue black. So I get to my hair girl and I'm like, or my brow girl, sorry. And I'm like, listen, we are going to have to do something different because we're not going to be able to, I don't want them to be as dark as my hair. She's like, got it. Let's do them a couple shades lighter. It looked great. It looked awesome. I was really happy about it. Then I went to my Botox girl, my nurse injector, and I told her I was in my punk rock era and she thought that was so silly and funny. And then I went home. Yeah, I literally went and did those two things and I turned my happy ass around. I also got a Taco Casa burrito. So there you go. And then I drove back to Texas. And so that evening I got a spray tan and that is really the measure that just rounded out the look. So I'm feeling much better about the hair now. I think, dare I say, it could even. So finally Friday happens and Kyle and I make the drive to Kansas City for the wedding we're going to. It's an eight hour drive. We decided not to fly because we thought, okay, let's save a little money because we're planning a bigger trip towards the end of the year. Um, he's like, let's save a little bit of money and let's just drive. You know, it should be easy. Like it's, you know, Northern Oklahoma and Kansas is all farmland. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't take that long at all. Like it should be a pretty smooth and easy eight hour drive. So ultimately it took 11 hours to get from point A to point B. We witnessed several accidents between Texas and Kansas City. Several accidents. On top of that, we're driving through northern Oklahoma around Perry, if you want to pull out your map, around Perry, Oklahoma, and we're passing, and this is all farmland out here, by the way, like, ain't nothing happening in northern Oklahoma, like, just at all, Um, but we pass this, like, big hill by the side of the highway that attaches to some farmland, and there are several cop cars and they've got you know yellow tape up and they're all acting kind of like things are serious they're kind of hustling around and stuff and we're like I wonder if something happened there and Kyle's like kind of looking at it because he's closer to that side of the road and he's like I think they might have found like a dead body or something like I thought I saw like a sheet or something turns out There was a bank robbery in Kansas, and the person crossed over into Oklahoma. The Oklahoma police picked them up at the border, like, and started following them. So from Perry to the border, oh gosh, I'm going to fudge this up, but I'm going to say 30 minutes. But obviously, if you're going 150 miles an hour trying to get away from the cops, it's probably much less than that, but... Basically, 
person's in a high-speed chase, they, like, get out of the car or something, they start firing at police, the police shoot and kill them. And I'm not making a statement on that, I'm just saying, the there was a bank robber that got shot and killed there, and we were just, wa- like, witnessing as we were driving by literally the aftermath of that like it had just happened like we just missed it which is kind of crazy but we go past that and then we get like stopped in this traffic is the best it's like a congestion a traffic jam and you know we're like okay maybe there was an accident we don't know what's going on we are stopped not moving not inching not anything we are stopped fully on I-35 for over an hour until finally people are starting to get out of their cars and like walk around and like talk to other people like hey do you know what's going on like have you heard anything like is the news saying anything like we were stopped middle of nowhere like all farmland on I-35 and I mean we saw a couple of emergency vehicles and a vehicle that was carrying a road closure sign But, like, nothing was moving. So, finally, people started, because you can do this in this part of Oklahoma, people pull off of the highway, not on a side street, into the grass off the shoulder and turn around. And we were going northbound. Turn around and start driving southbound on the grassy shoulder backwards towards traffic to find a small little side road that would put you on another side road that would eventually, you know, take you around the congestion. So we full-on off-roaded after an hour or so of waiting and, you know, finally got our way around the congestion. We pass a little further up the road a flipped semi everybody again looks okay looks like they got the driver out and they're talking to him and everything and people are fine but we kind of look back in the rear view and like still nothing's moving so we're like okay why don't they figure this out so my mom mary williams has been working as a interim hr manager big ups for miss mary if you know you know she has been working in Kansas City as an interim uh, HR manager, so she's been going there during the week and coming home on the weekends. So she calls me. By this point, we're already in Kansas. She calls me, and it's just checking to see where Kyle and I are at and everything, and she's like, you know, I'm driving through Perry right now, and or near Perry, rather, and she's like, there is like five miles of traffic just built up and it's not moving like I what but I don't see like an accident like did you guys get through that did you see that when you were coming through and we were like mom we passed that an hour and a half ago so if they still haven't moved some of those folks have been there for over two hours and it's not moving and we look at the news you know my mom doesn't end up hitting it because she's going the opposite direction so it's completely fine but we look it up, we still have no idea if if that flipped semi was the cause. Because it was like, 
off in the grassy shoulder. Like, there was no debris in the road. or Like, we were able to pass the scene. So, like, something else was going on, and we don't know what was going on. But anyway, we get through Kansas. Kansas was weird. They call Carl's Jr. Hardee's. That's something I noticed. Nevertheless, we go. We get to Kansas City unscathed. Just our pride is a little shook because of, you know, eight hours turned to 11 after it was all said and done. And it was pissing rain once we hit Kansas for, like, the rest of the drive. So it was a mess. We decided next time we think that we are just going to make a drive that's over five hours to not and just to fly. And we should have flown, and that was our whole that was our whole consensus. That was our learning lesson. But we get to Kansas City, go to the wedding, beautiful wedding, gorgeous, picture perfect wedding. The couples gorgeous. We went. Um, Kyle's one of Kyle's little brothers in the fraternity. He has twins. For anyone in the Greek life community, um, but one of his littles, uh, he was getting married to his girlfriend, and they are just both so sweet. The wedding was gorgeous. They looked amazing. Picture perfect wedding couple. The families were beautiful and perfect. Like it was just such a lovely, gorgeous evening. I can't say enough good things about that wedding. Um, but obviously, only there for a short amount of time only there Friday night, Saturday, left Sunday morning. So after our eight hours back to Dallas, I was so exhausted, but now I'm in overdrive this week as I'm recording because the Eras Tour is this weekend. So I think this episode, well, first of all, I know this episode will be live on Friday, Lord willing and the creek don't rise because I am going back to my regularly scheduled programming of a new episode every Friday. However, this should go live Friday, March 31st, which is night one of three of the Eras Tour at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. So tomorrow, tonight, when you're hearing this, Kyle and I are leaving the apartment around noon, getting parked in our spot at the stadium by, Lord willing, 1.30 to 2. I am over the moon excited. I have never seen Taylor Swift live in all of my years. Fun bit about me, I was a former Taylor hater. Um, I was deeply engrossed in misogyny as a child. Um, I hated anything that all the other girls liked because I just wasn't like other girls because I was... uh, Hurt people hurt people is... That sounds, like, way deeper than it should have been. But anyway, I used to... It's so funny for someone like me, when I was younger, I can recognize in middle school, I was like, I hate Taylor Swift. Bitch, then why do you know every song from every album? Huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. So, I love Taylor Swift, and I've always loved Taylor Swift. I think I've had even a um, crush on Taylor Swift, and so maybe that's why I was being such a hater. So, I'm reformed now. I love Taylor. I've never seen her live, and so I am really excited to go this weekend. Even more so, this is going to be such an event. I have had to meticulously plan this shit out. So, Kyle and I originally had tickets for Um, C300, so club level 300. Going to be amazing seats. 
Kyle then gets an opportunity to upgrade the tickets. So he upgrades them to C200. So we are in C level, C club, whatever, 200. So I'm going to see Taylor with my eyeballs. And that's on period. And I am, I am stoked. But we had to find a parking pass for that day. And, you know, the kids love to put everything on TikTok, which, look, that's awesome. I'm glad that they're helping each other out. Stop putting secrets on TikTok because there were girls like, if you're going to AT&T Stadium night one, two or three of the Ares Tour, blah, 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 like, here's where, here's like all the secrets, like for parking. And people are literally in the comments like, why are you putting this, like, you are going to make this so much harder on everybody else putting this up. So anyway, basically, Kyle and I resolved to, we need to just buy a parking pass. It's going to be expensive, but let's just do it. We found one for the first night for $50. That's pretty close. So we were like, snag it, let's go, let's let's run. So doing night one with Kyle tomorrow, going to get there super early. Merch truck opens at 2. <sighs> It shouldn't be that big of a deal, but if I don't get that gray sweatshirt size extra large, I might have a crap attack. I might have a bitch fit, a BF, if you will, if you will. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's night one. But listen to this business. So one of my bestie girls in the entire world, Miss Marlene, you guys know how I feel about Miss Marlene. That's my girl. She texts me and she's like, hmm, I have tickets for the second night. And she's also going the first night because she's slay. And she was like, do you want to come with me to the second night? And I can just maybe stay at your apartment. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds like exactly something that I want to do. So I will also be going to night two with Marlene. No April Fool's, no gag. We will be going. Um, so that's exciting. I bought a parking pass for that. For some reason, that day was a lot more expensive. But that's okay because I get to go night two. Great tickets. Marlene has great seats for night two with one of, like I said, one of my great friends. And you know what? I think we're just going to boots the house down. Yes, God. Truthfully, if you wanted to know my honest opinion on the situation. So. I think that's all I have for this week. Please pray for me for a safe and relatively easy era's weekend. I cannot get sick or run down. That is that is really crucial here. I cannot get sick or run down because I am seeing I am seeing Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel next weekend. So April 8th at the exact same place at AT&T Stadium big things coming 100 emoji bicep emoji money bag emoji big things coming on the way i'm gonna end it here 35 minutes i'm so sorry this was not the 15 to 30 minutes that i originally promised you i just had a lot to catch up on this is what happens when i get backed up and i'm a week behind i have a whole lot of things i gotta i gotta ramble on gotta tell you about gotta fill you in on so next week regularly scheduled programming um yeah reminder to follow the podcast on spotify and rate it five stars that definitely does something for me and i'm kind of working on how i want to promote this podcast i think that i want to get a proper intro before i 
premiere this podcast like on my personal socials I've had a lot of you reach out to me like oh my gosh like why haven't you posted this on your actual Instagram can I post it on my Instagram like what's what what's the plan for pod promotion and basically I have been talking with my therapist about it we can talk about it next week but I have a real almost irrational fear okay of well maybe it's not irrational but a fear of the people that I grew up with some of the people not all of them a lot of them are great people some of the people that I grew up around finding this podcast and you guessed it making fun of me I'm so sweet please don't make fun of me but you know there was a time in my life where I was a little bit more out there um and you could argue I was annoying but also I think kids are kids and we should allow children to be children and not just you know write off everything they do as annoying and so I don't know I have like this weird complex about putting this out here or putting it out there rather in front of all of their faces before I feel like it's a completed project because I I have a fear of rejection I have a fear of people making fun of me and it's weird because like everybody I'm friends with like now like my adult real life actual friends all of you are like this is fun like this is awesome like why would you be afraid to do something like this this is we love you but I have so many like wounds oh my god not me getting deep at 37 minutes and 34 seconds geez um but I have so many wounds from you know being myself and putting myself out there when I was younger and like not getting a positive response so there's a couple of more things I'd like to do with the podcast before I put it out namely get the new intro I am currently scouting out some people who can make me an intro like a real one like before I say hey welcome back to the podcast or whatever my intro is like making me a music like like a proper intro so I've been looking into that that's probably gonna run me that's probably gonna run me a couple hundred dollars so I'm working on it remember that I am jobless and I'm just trying my best um but obviously I will update everyone when that comes to fruition and when I have a good a good opening and ultimately when I'm ready for this to be shared on my personal public platforms other than TikTok. I feel like I'm a totally different person on TikTok. TikTok, TikTok and podcast me are me, right? And I feel like only people who find more find me organically or my friends from, you know, my, my real life friends, the people that I love and cherish and keep up with to this day are the ones that see that stuff. <sighs> Lord have mercy. Okay. I'm not going to stress myself over that stress myself out over this. Um, I'm going to trust the process, even though it's easier said than done. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now. Love you so much. Talk to you later. Bye.